What is going on, my beautiful people? It is your boy, Luciano, and we are back with another episode, episode three with Luciano Knows Best podcast. I have a very special guest. Um, I'm a person, just go ahead and say, one of the hardest working women I personally know. That's why she's here, my homegirl, Suset. And uh, we're about to get into this episode right now, so let's go. Are you sure you're ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm ready. I'm going to learn today. <laughs> Once again, I have Suset in the building. How are you doing? How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Feeling good. Yeah. Uh, by the way, congratulations on the podcast. I appreciate that. I was thinking about this. I was like, yo, with someone with the Instagram name, Luciano knows best. You best believe he better have a podcast. I'm telling you. It, so it, it was time. It was time. It took me a while, but I, I'm grateful. Like I said, I'm, I'm very grateful to be here. It's the missing piece, I feel like, that that I got in my life. Mm -hmm. So it, it's, it's a blessing, and I'm excited for this to take off. Like I said, this is episode three. I had to have you on here because I've been following you. I've been listening to you on the radio and everything. So it's like, who's the most talented female I know? Let's start it off with her. Like, boom. So I'm grateful to have you on here. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. Of course. So I'm going to go ahead and start it off with, how was your Christmas and New Year? Since we're still in January vibes, I just want to know, how was that? Uh, it was good. It was uh, my first Christmas and New Year's with a baby boy. Nice. Baby. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. He's going to be four months. Four going months. by so fast. It was good. But it was honestly like, you know, that time in between Christmas and New Year's, like we ended up getting sick. Oh, man. Yeah. And a lot it of was, people did. It was just awful because it's like I got sick and then I got my husband sick and then we got our baby boy sick. Ooh. And it's like you can't even take care of yourself anymore once you're sick and you have a baby. You know what exactly, I mean? Exactly. It's yeah. about the baby. Um, and it's just scary during these times. We didn't get tested but it was like man we could have had covid and we didn't even know we you know we know. just quarantined yeah, yeah exactly nothing that, else you can do so that's the thing uh, that's what i'm saying like i feel like once people get sick they don't even they're just so used to like covid 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 that they're like let's just quarantine let not even like go mm -hmm. try it out because i mean personally like when when i got covid like that was the first time and then i got sick uh, like a year later i was like i don't i was like i don't want to have it i was like i don't want to go to the hospital i was yeah. like i want to come home i was like i'll just die here if i do die <laughs> so i'm saying but that does suck i know a lot of yeah. people like i said a lot of people being in the club scene a lot of people are like yo i can't come out i'm mm -hmm. sick i was mm -hmm. like thank you for being honest because yeah. people you could party parties are always gonna be there you know what i mean so it's really good to like stay home and and trust me i'm sure there were still people out and about that mm -hmm. had little sniffles and mm -hmm. coughs and mm -hmm. shit but they were probably terrified to cough in front of people but yeah that does suck but how like you said with christmas having officially a mother and having a baby boy how was christmas like purchasing gifts and everything it's different because not only you got to get your man to give uh -huh. you got a little baby boy well he's i mean he's three months so my even my husband was like what are we gonna get him and i'm like <laughs> yo he is not gonna remember not and gonna like remember. we have so grateful for this we have you know our entire family and friends spoiling the heck out of him oh, so i'm like sure. nothing fits in his closet bro yeah. like we're not buying him anything no, and he's exactly. like, that's awful and i'm like it's all right he won't he won't know this yeah he won't ever see this i hope <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna make sure to send it to you when, you, when you're 18 years old i'm gonna send it to you <laughs> now but the same thing with our family i mean now that we're older i mean i'm the youngest baby and i'm 30 mm -hmm. so i don't care what anybody says i'm gonna be the baby in the Forever. family no matter what i argue with my nieces and nephews i still their fruit loops i ain't gonna lie like it is what it is but that's what we do now like we each do like a, a white santa or a secret santa and then we'll get whoever we pick mm -hmm. and then we just everything's for the nieces and nephews which i have three nieces three nephews three boys three girls mm -hmm. so we ball out for them so those kids from Theo, i'm the only uncle too so like i give them the, the world, world. Yeah. <laughs> i got on bikes this year i was doing the most like it was it was dope it was a really good christmas so i enjoyed it and of course we take care of og mom and og pop so it that's was good, good. That's, a, that's a really good idea especially when you have such a big family you know to do the whole yeah. secret santa thing but 
that's awesome you say that, like how you are with your nieces and nephews, because mm-hmm. that was the same way. I've got six sure. nieces and nephews, and it just, it really prepares you for like yeah. fatherhood and oh, motherhood, sure. and it's like, you're ready. You don't yeah. think you, you don't think you might be, but you're ready. I'm telling you, I can, I'm, I know for a fact, like I said, I'm older now and everything, like if I were to have a kid, I mean, I was ready a couple years ago, but like if I were to have a kid now, I'm just like, I'd be ready. Like my nieces and nephews, I had every type of kid uh-huh. in those six, you know what I mean? I got the one that nags, the one that cries, the one that doesn't say anything, the one that doesn't want to eat anything. Yeah, it's all day. And so I'm just, and then of course, I mean, I'm not going to throw out favorites or anything, but there's always there's the one, I know you're going to succeed. <laughs> Don't, don't forget your Theo. <laughs> don't forget your Theo. I'm going to give you everything. But yeah, but it's a blessing. So I, I love it and everything. So um, another thing, being sick, you said during those times, did you still eat though? The tamales and everything. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's good. You know, it was kind of hard after having a baby. It's like your mind immediately goes to, man, I want to get my body to where it was. You know, I want to yeah. hit that. You know, I want to be 110 pounds like I was. Mm-hmm. But then I had to like sit back and be like, Yo, I'm just going to enjoy, enjoy motherhood. And exactly. it's a holiday, so I'm not going <laughs> to deprive myself from all that good food. Like, yeah. no, I almost had to, like, check myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And hell yeah, I ate, it even when I was it. sick. Yeah, no, salute to mothers. I really mean that. Like, when men, men don't really truly understand unless you, I'm sure, have a kid and everything. But watching all three of my sisters that were all fit, mm-hmm. that were always working out and eating right and everything, and then they all have kids, you know, get a little bigger and everything. Nothing's wrong with it. But they all went back down. And I was like, yo, it's amazing how the body is. You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. salute to all the mothers because us men, we don't really got to do much. You know? Just throw that out there. Man, <laughs> how I wish I was a guy sometimes. No, it's awesome that you even acknowledge that because a lot to. of guys refuse to. And I just grew so much respect for my husband when uh, we were like when I was about to deliver. Yeah. Because (laughs) I tell my friends this all the time. I'm like, I just I never thought I would fall in love with him even more. Mm -hmm. But the doctor came in and she's like, all right, you know, we're going to check to see how dilated you are to see when you could have the baby. And she almost like without warning, just like TMI goes in there. Yeah. And is like and I'm just like, <laughs> and then she leaves and my husband walks over to me and he's like, yo, I appreciate everything you're doing yeah, that's for love. our family. No, for like, sure. I don't think I could do what you're doing. And I yeah. was just like, that's all I needed. From yeah, exactly. At that moment, like that, those words. You're going to forever remember that. Yeah. Salute helped. to him. It helped a lot. I'm telling you, I've seen you guys in the club scene together back in the, like back in the days and everything. I was like, I would literally personally say, I was like, you guys are goals. Because you guys were Thanks. never like next to each other, but you guys were like the life of the party with like 20 feet distance. Like I loved it for you guys. You mm. know what I mean? Because a lot of relationships are crazy. We're like, where are you going? Oh, you're going to the restroom with Tommy? Oh, you going to the bar? Like, no, mm. you guys were dope. Your, your whole group in general, like your group of friends and everything. I know a couple of them and, and just, but like back to the relationship part, like you could definitely, definitely tell he's a good, good guy. Mm. Yeah, for real. You can and, definitely tell that. You know, it's not perfect, but like I had some toxic relationships before him. Yeah. You know, and that's I learned from that. So mm-hmm. I, I remember coming into this relationship like we're not gonna, I'm not gonna do what I did in the past, yeah. and we're gonna do things differently. And 100%. we really became like the best of friends. And I think that's part of the reason why our relationship has been so 100%. great. Like I can't even cap on that. Like yeah. we, I love the relationship that we have. Yeah, that's what my parents saying. Like I said, I look up to my parents so much just because they've been together since they were 15. Now they're 65, 66. So like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And for them to be friends, they were like, we were friends. We were best friends. And Mm -hmm. then, you know what I mean? And and I always, people always ask my mom and dad, like, oh, how are you guys? Because I allow people to ask questions from my mom and dad, OG mom, OG pops. And uh, people always ask, how are you guys still together? How successful and everything like you guys do? And my dad always says it. He's like, we we were best friends before. Mm -hmm. You know, that's my best friend. Still to this day, that's my best friend. 
oh, and I was awesome. like, whoa, like it's so true, you know what I mean? And, mm -hmm. and so that's really, really cool that you guys are best friends and you guys, you know, got it going, you know what I mean? And then now you guys have a baby, so mm -hmm. when's baby number two coming? Oh. <laughs> it's only been four months. You're like, <laughs> yo, chill. But it's like, honestly, something that we have <clears throat> to think about. It's like, do we want them to grow up together? Do we yeah. want to give that gap? Because like, I kind of grew up like an only child. My sister is mm. 15 years older than me oh, and shit. my brother's 13 years older than me. So oh. I don't know that experience of like growing up with siblings and yeah. then him as well. I think him and his brother, it's just them two. I think they're eight years apart. Mm. So I'm like, do we want to give a, like you guys we, have? Do what we did? <laughs> yeah, because I'm fine with that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I love, like I'm really close to my brother and my sister. For sure. Um, but now nah, I think we said we want them to grow up together and, um, and we're going to start trying once he's, one years old nice yeah. that's what my parents said with my three sisters so they were literally all a year apart and then four years later they had me so i was like i tell my sisters all the time like i'm the favorite because if i wasn't they wouldn't have tried like yeah, yeah. Man, that's what it is. get over it like i'm just that's being honest that's awesome though so 2022 it's a new year um i mean the world's crazy a mm -hmm. lot of people have been passing away and everything but it's just like what are your plans and goals and i know it's probably jumping straight to it but what are some of the biggest plans and goals you got for 2022 you don't got to share them all but what are some things that you're like yo i'm gonna make sure these happen well the thing with me it's like obviously like i want to be an incredible mom i just want to like you know i think that's the most important job but i'm also a workaholic and for sure i'm kind of weird like i like to work i like to put in yeah. mad hours you know some for people real. are like what like you're gonna live your life working so much i enjoy it yeah i grew up watching my mom work so much that it's kind of become something that um i don't dread whatsoever so mm -hmm. i think i i want to you know, try different things, learn more in the industry that I'm at because I'm in radio yes. and it's constantly evolving. So I do have a couple of my own shows that I want to, I don't know, I just want to improve. I want to get better. She said um, couple. A couple. Killing the games. <laughs> not one, not two, just a couple more. That's nah, how I yeah. heart, you know, that's how I, I that's heart works. Saying. So you I can heart. do, you can be in multiple cities, you know, just yeah. from the same studio and that's so. the cool part about it too because like i said you've been in iheart um i first time that i heard you um personally was john jay and rich mm -hmm. and then i started following you from that and then it just went from there of course and uh so how many shows total do you have i can't even tell you that many it's just it's it's interesting how it works it's like yeah i'm on the john jay rich show and that's a syndicated show mm -hmm. so that's on I, I can't even tell you it's like maybe 20 some cities yeah and then i do my own show um, and that gets sent out to like more cities. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, that's, that's just, awesome. kinda, yeah. And, and the sucky part about it is that with COVID, you know, we lost so many people in the company. Yeah. The company lost a lot of money. So it's like, you, they had to survive. So yeah. we had to pick up work from all over the place. So, yeah. um, that's, it's not because like, you know, like I'm the best or whatever, but You're it's the best. Just, you can just say it. You're the best. <laughs> it is what it is. And that's the thing that sucks about COVID too. Cause everybody, no matter what you did, um, unless you didn't work at all, it hit you mm -hmm. and it hit every company. And it's kind of sad because there's so many companies like there's some favorite restaurants deeper than restaurants, but it's like some places are never going to come back due to COVID. And it's just sad. Uh, even as us as a country, it's like, are we ever going to come back? Cause so many people and so much money and all that stuff, but it's really good to see like, you know, you are still there, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And all that stuff and yeah, you're killing grateful. it. And yeah, exactly. You got to be grateful hundred percent. Um, how long have you been part of iHeartRadio? gonna be 10 years this year 10 years what yeah. what are we doing for celebration i don't know <laughs> that but is I, so awesome it hit me honestly like maybe three mm. weeks ago i was like yo i'm going into my 10th year and it doesn't even feel like it because i still feel like a rookie like yeah. i'm i'm still learning i'm still like you know 
looking up to to everyone before me that is just killing the game and has been killing it for more than 10 years yeah um but i don't know i'm just like dang that's insane so you've been a part of the radio for 10 years or longer uh 10 years so 10 years yeah so, so it's I, always been i heard radio it's always been i heard radio nice. so i started in radio um in tucson and uh it was i want to say it was like my second year in college mm-hmm. and i was just like oh this is i was working at restaurants before yeah. and i was working at the mall and i was like yo the radio's fun you know yeah, what i mean yeah. like i'm not dealing with customers and all this crap or whatever yeah. so i really enjoyed it i spent a lot of my time there even when i wasn't supposed to be there i was there yeah. doing fun stuff with everyone that was working and i just like ended up moving up and and just like they offered me to move to phoenix and i was like heck yeah i'll do it yeah i was here doing my thing i started doing afternoons on kiss fm first mm-hmm. and then um kyle that's on the john j rich show went on maternity leave so they asked me to fill in for her yeah so i was doing the morning show and i was doing the afternoon show for almost three months Jeez. And I just no sleep whatsoever. Oh, I can imagine. But I was loving it. So yeah. after that, it was like, we want you to be part of the show. And it's like everything, I can honestly say, I work to be where I'm at. Oh, I for put sure. in mad hours. And, and people need to understand that, like, you got to put in the hours. You mm-hmm. got to. So I always tell people, no matter what you do, no matter what you want to do, you have to put in the hours. And a lot of people, they hear that, but mm-hmm. I don't think they feel it mm-hmm. unless you know. Yeah. So when I hear hours, because I know me, my lifestyle and everything that I got going on, it's like, I remember like go to sleep go to sleep but i was like nah like i'm not there where i want to be and i'm still at that stage where there's some people praising me like bro you're at where you're at like that's mm-hmm. awesome I'm like i'm not where i want to be like this ain't nothing mm-hmm. like you're gonna love me in five years from now yeah. you know what i mean you're no, just that's awesome. for it. you know you got that ambition and it's it's fine not everyone has it and sometimes yeah. i'm like man i wish i wasn't about work all the time you know i wish i was like mm-hmm. you know trying to travel more and this yeah. and that so it's always a balanced i enjoy working but i also don't want to live my whole life working yeah and that's the thing too because for the first seven years me being in the club scene i didn't leave like i love to be there i love to be on the mic i was mm-hmm. like if i'm not there they're not gonna have fun like i literally had that in my <laughs> mind not that i was blowing my head out or anything but i was like they're not gonna have fun yeah or people are gonna get mad because i did leave one time for a vacation like where you at we're supposed to celebrate my birthday so yeah. like i for They're seven years i was literally like there and then finally this year or like yeah this year last year and this year i started to travel more but when i did travel it wasn't vacation it was work oh. vacation the first time and then after that i was like oh there's these people out here like let me network let me grind let me go do content it's let just me. in your nature though. yeah it's in it and, and and i love it and like i said like you said as well like you want to work and you love it that mm-hmm. it's it's not even work it's right. just boom it, it just comes easy and, and you just go from there so that's awesome like i said I have you on this episode, or I have you on the show just in general, just because I had so many people before, like, tell me about you, and, and then I started to watch you, and then I started to see the way you grind. Like, I wake up, or maybe I'm just going to sleep from a club event, and then you just see your happy ass, like, <laughs> on the way to work, da, da, da. it's like four, three, probably three in the morning, you're on my way to work, like, I'm like, yo, how? Like, how do you do that, you know? But it's awesome, because you love it, and you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, and I think it has to do with our culture, too, dude, the Mexican culture, it's like... We work hard. Yeah, heck yeah, No matter what do, we do, dude. we work hard. I started I started in construction for real i started in construction i'm grateful for it my dad did blocking he's done everything you know from being a football player professional you know weightlifting to uh uh what is it um what did he he did everything what did he do uh chiropractor to mm. to literally construction because he loved it yeah and then i'm grateful because i mean from eight years old all the way up until 21 
I worked with them and I learned like and I'm grateful for that because that's construction is so hard I don't care what anybody mm -hmm. says great money and everything I was balling when I was 16 years old like I loved it you know yeah. but I'm like all right I don't want to do this forever like you <laughs> like, know I think that's, that's literally what shaped us because I would go yeah. to work with my mom too for when sure. I was like 10 years old and yeah. it was because she didn't really have a babysitter mm -hmm. so it was just like her and I <laughs> yeah. and she would take me with her and she uh, cleaned hotel rooms and I remember she would like make me clean and I'm like okay that's why I'm a yeah. clean freak like that's why I'm so crazy when there it comes it to cleaning she would take me to she worked at a tortilla factory and mm -hmm. I remember flipping tortillas with her like all this and I'm like okay this is why I like to work <laughs> when you worked there how many did you eat tortillas <laughs> I couldn't have not one they wouldn't let you eat tortillas was, even on break no she was she was strict she would Damn. be like, not these tortillas. We're not eating at work. I mean, you don't want anything to go no, missing. No, yeah, I'm not saying like that. Yeah, know, but I get you. I get you. I try to sneak one in, but she doesn't hey, let me. How is your relationship with your mom? It's the best. It's the best. It's the best. Um, nice. My mom is like everything to me. There it is. She, um, it, like, like I said, it was just her and I. And my parents got divorced. I think I was like in third grade. My mm -hmm. dad's been in and out of jail. And I've seen her go through it. Yeah. Like, seen her go through the worst. And I've try to be like her support system even from a young age definitely and she's not perfect i'm not perfect but i just try to be the most understanding daughter for sure and my goal like since i was a little girl because i saw her grind and everything she did was for me yeah my brother and my sister were like old already they were like living <laughs> their life they were with their significant others yeah um you know i saw everything that she did for me and everything she had to sacrifice so i just grew up wanting to take care of her 100%. and like not have to lift a finger ever again there it is and i'm blessed to um you know be able to do that now yeah like i you know her health wasn't the best and i was like this is it like you stop working now and i'm gonna take care of you and it was the hardest thing for her because it's like she older Mexican woman and she's never, like yeah. that's what she's used to and she's mm -hmm. like Terca, you know yeah. you know she wants to hold <laughs> her own and i'm like don't feel bad mm -hmm. i want to take care of you like this is what i worked hard for exactly so um yeah she's she's um taking care of our baby boy now so that's nice. i'm so fortunate for that so i get to go to work and you know i know he's in good hands he's with his abuelita Feels so comfortable yeah and they're like obsessed with each other that's all and that's where it is other. that's perfect yeah, mm -hmm. and and with me as well like my mom and my dad are my life like i really mean that um i'm the baby of like i said the kids and i don't have kids mm -hmm. so like i'm still that 30 year old you know what i mean i had my own house and then my my mom took uh my nana and tata in and then i started seeing them you know look tired and i was like nah i gotta come back i'm over here just partying and shit <laughs> i need to rent this house out come back and help you guys out you know money wise nothing like that it was just strictly just picking up my nana i'm the young one i was like i got this so um i told them i was like i'm gonna stay here until my nana passes until my nana thought the pass and my thought the pass shortly like a year later and then they told me uh, us that my nana was gonna pass like a year six months to a year mm -hmm. my nana out here killing the game she yeah. stayed for another six six years yeah and i'm still i was still with my mom and dad's and my nana recently passed this year and everything and and salute to my mom and pops i mean i really look up to them for taking um my nana thought the end which you should mm -hmm. you know latinos we don't throw them in you know those no houses <laughs> no we don't do that and then like i'm grateful for those six years extra because i probably you know um and it didn't stop me from getting relationships or anything like that or having kids but it was, i was super grateful because i got to spend six more years you know and now i'm starting like hey mom pops you know not at the past like i gotta get a house like mm -hmm. i gotta get out like, i'm 30 like i can't be living with you <laughs> tell a girl hey come over oh wait wait till my mom and dad go to sleep <laughs> can't be having that so now i'm looking for a house and they're over here like Oh, you're looking for a house? I'm oh, like, yo, dude, chill. so Mexican. It's like, they like, don't want to let you They don't want to let me go. I'll, and they're my best friends. I'm telling you, I tell my mom and pops everything. I love them to death. And I was like, look, I'll find something because I know, like I said, I'm not married. I don't have kids. I'll find something around you guys' house. So mm -hmm. if you want to call, like, I'll be 10 
minutes away or something. So yeah, but they're they're excited for me and everything. But they're just super grateful, and I'm grateful for them for the yeah. way they acted. And I know. Like I said, I'm going to take care of them for the rest of yeah. their life. I'm like, we're going to fight for who gets my mom and dad when they get older. You know, I, I mean? love hearing that because a lot of people forget, like, we don't have them forever. No. You know what I mean? Like, I've, nah. I've talked to some people that are, like, fighting with their parents or haven't talked to their mom in, like, years. And, yeah. like, I know shit happens, but it's like, yo, life is so short. Very short. Like, I, I don't, I didn't have the best relationship with my dad growing up. Yeah. He wasn't really around. Um, and I saw some, like, things that I'm like, damn, I should be pretty messed up after seeing that. Exactly. But I forgive him. I'm not going to hold on to that, that stuff. And I, I want to have a relationship with him because one day, one of us is not going to be here. True. You know, it could be me. It could be him. And it's like, I want to be able to say that I gave it a shot. Exactly. I respect and that. enjoy that. And, you know, enjoy people. Yeah. Especially your family, your blood. That's what I'm saying. Oh. And I saw that with all my theas. I ain't trying to throw them on blast or anything, but <laughs> I saw that at the funeral. Like, yeah. all of a sudden, now they're crying. Oh, why aren't you guys crying? I was like, because I had my nana for the, like 30 years. Like, I'm happy. I'm blessed. She's like, you guys didn't see her all the nights that she mm. was sad and hurt. Mm -hmm. And I was like, now you motherfuckers want to start crying at the mm -hmm. casket. It's mm -hmm. a little too late. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's sad to say. So, yeah, I'm glad that you look at it like that because there's not a lot of people. They're so theatrical. Like, they, they don't want yes. to do that shit. But that I always tell people, family's everything. I tell my sister all the time, I was like, if you guys want the house, have the fucking house. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not fighting for nothing. I was like, I don't care for the money. I was like, I'm going to be balling no matter what. I'm going to work myself. I was like, I, I need to make sure we have uh, family, like, parties and everything. Because I didn't grow up with that. Like, I'll be honest with you. Like, I didn't really go. It was a family fight. So, it was like, I didn't have the us. I mean, they're there. Don't get me wrong. There's some that changed their ways and everything. But I didn't get to grow up to, like, oh, Easter, this, the us. Or, mm -hmm. and, I said, and I'm a party animal. So, I'm like, shit. Like, you know, so. <laughs> you want to be with that? Yeah, yeah which I'm that always with my Nina and Nino. Um, that uh, they aren't blood, but they've been. I mean, they baptized me. So, obviously, they're blood to me and, and their family. That's where I'm always at. So, it's, 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 it's a crazy thing. So, that's definitely advice I tell people just. You know, as mad as you are, no matter what they did, you know, forgive them. And that's that's really cool because, like I said, you, you said your dad's in and out of jail. And the fact that you forgive mm -hmm. him, you know, that's 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 big. Yeah. And I don't want to get super deep into whatever nah. happened. But yeah, that's no, really fine. that's a big grown person. You know, what I mean, that's that's really it, cool. It to took see a while. It took a while to like get there. But a lot of therapy. Yeah, I can only imagine. Yeah. So back to the radio. What is some advice? Because I'm telling you. I had so many people reach out. Oh my God, can you tell her I said hi? And I wish I had my phone to be That's like crazy. at <laughs> Suset, I mean like at Rebecca. There's so many people who were like hella excited when I posted your picture. And um, so what is some advice you would give to somebody that's wanting to get into the radio? Oh man. I mean, just, just work your butt off. Like mm -hmm. literally anyone could do what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, the only difference, you know, that I saw from me and other coworkers is that I didn't stop learning. And, nice. you know, so many people in this industry get to a point where they're like, I know it all. Like, don't tell me how to do this. Yeah. And that's just such a bad attitude to have. Big time. It's constantly evolving. And you have to get with the times or you're going to be left behind. 100%. It is what it is. Everything changes. Like, yeah. from the board to the system that we're using to the microphones. It's like, don't don't get mad because things are changing. Yeah, nobody likes change. But, it's, yeah. you know, you'll figure it out. It'll be fine. And uh, the other thing is, like, once you have your foot in the door, happens with a lot of people in radio. Their head get they get really big. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. It's like, ooh, I'm on the radio. Like, yeah. <laughs> and you start treating people like like crap. And I've seen it happen. You know where it's like, I my mom always told me, you treat the custodian the same way that you would treat the CEO all day. You have to Huge. respect absolutely everyone. Hundred percent. And I've always been like that. I've always yeah. been nice to everyone, even if they were like assholes to me. I'd be like, I'm not going to be like them. I'm going to continue being who I am, and I'm going to continue being nice to you. I respect that. So, yeah, if you get in, in the game, just, like, always check yourself. 
For sure. Always. And I learned that, I'm, I'm going to be the realist. I've always been humble, but I learned that four years deep into the club scene because, I mean, I was 22 years old. I was skinny, six-pack. <laughs> All the Thea's wanted me at Q Lounge. I was loving it. <laughs> All the Thea's. I know, for real. And then I met a radio personality. I'll never say his name, but I, I, I met a radio personality that I grew up listening to, and I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm meeting you. Like, me and you are going to work together. He's like, he pretty much did what you do to your little cousin, like, turn off the fucking controller. Like, <laughs> I'm over here, like, Ouch. trying to get on the mic. Yeah, and he was a DJ, so he had control to shut uh. shit down and, like, I was like that, and they would like, well, what the fuck's wrong with my mic? I was like, maybe I need new batteries. My dumbass is looking. <laughs> but I was like, you know, and then I later found out, okay, he did it again. He did it. I'm like, man, fuck this guy. <laughs> I ain't gonna work with you. Mm-hmm. And it felt great to surpass him. Mm-hmm. And now he hitting me up for gigs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dude, remember that time my mic wouldn't work? That situation changed my life. Like, that literally, like, got me out of the, I'm the shit. Mm-hmm. I can get any girl I mm-hmm. want. And I'm grateful. And you also grow up, too. I always tell people, you yeah. grow up, you get older. Comes with an age. You know what I mean? Um, for me to get rid of the mic. I mean, I'm still on the microphone here, and they're all hosts, like, festivals or, like, concerts. And I'm trying to get into it more. And then, like, club events outside of the state. But now I'm, like, I'm 30. I'm not saying it's bad to be on the mic at 30 years old or anything, but it's like I'd rather have a young buck that's 21, 22 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that the girls can love like they used to love Luciano when he was 21. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it, it brings more women in. Like 21 yeah. year who the fuck are you? Like you old ass. I, <laughs> Mike Thea told me about you. <laughs> no, I respect that so much about you because there's so many people out here that are just trying to pretend like they're young. And it's like you got to. Just own it, Let man. it go. Stop, stop. And yeah. I, I said this. I'm excited to like hit my 30s. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna turn 29 this yeah. month. Okay. And nice. I'm like, oh, I can't wait to be 30. You know, I That's hear great best. things about being 30. It's like, you got it figured out now. You know, in your 20s, you're kind of a mess. Your brain is everywhere. Yeah. And it's just like, age is a beautiful thing. We have it to is. embrace it more instead of like, oh, no, I'm not gonna say how old I am. Oh my God, I'm like, 30. Come on. I said that shit out loud. I almost Good. got the big 30 balloons and three zero and shit. Hell no, yeah. I'm grateful to be 30. Like I said, I lived the 20s. Like, I don't think. I wouldn't even trade it for a celebrity life of 20 years old, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And mm-hmm. living in the mansions and Lamborghinis. Like, I literally love my 20s and I don't regret nothing. And I had the time of my life. I learned so much. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like once you hit 30, it's just like, all right, like you 20, but with money, you 20 with uh, knowledge, you, you, you know, and it, it just blows up from there. Because I'll be the realist to say this, like I said, and in, in, since I've been in the club scene, because that's been one of my main jobs, once I hit 30, I was like, yo. 30 is gonna be 21 like i'm gonna fucking yeah boom, i'm gonna go and and it's been doing that for me and it, it's been it's a blessing and i'm excited because you know you're more mature and you and you're just taking more serious yeah and it's not oh i'm 30 so take me more serious it's just more the sense of you start hanging out with people that are you know that's what i've been doing lately i've been hanging out with ballers i've been hanging out and it's deeper than ballers it's it's hustlers mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. people that got their shit together restaurant owners ceos the the whole nine yards and and that's why i'm like yo Feel good. Hey, you, you guys are 25? Good. Wait till you're 30. You're going to really fucking yes. love it. So that's dope. Yeah. When's your, when's your birthday? Uh, the 18th. 18th. We right there. Right there. Oh, shit. I right know. There. It's crazy. I'm not mad at that. What's your plans for your birthday? Ah, uh, I don't know. I'm going to sell her a table right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I want to do speakeasies. Just like kind of discover new places. Those are where it's at. Yeah, it's like it's like the thing right now. So It is. But my husband, he's a health inspector. So he's been kind of discovering all kinds of new places. Mm. And he's been like writing them down. He's like, all right, once baby's here, we're going to go here, here, here. So we have this whole list nice. of like places that we might visit. Just yeah. try to take it easy. Spe- I can't be that hungover. I got a baby now. I know. I feel you on that one. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. 29, like that hangover lasts for days now. It does. Dude. Does. Sad, I'm not gonna lie. I, I, it just matters what you drink. So I've been through every type of alcohol, and I'm just like, I can't drink that. I'm sorry. Like, it, I already know what how you, the, What is it now, though? Like, what's the safe drink? Me, personally, I've I just been going more for Don Julio 70. 
Um, I try to stay far away from champagne, even though like they love to give you champagne to pop. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Don Julio 70 with soda water. I know that sounds fucking old. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know so oh man soda water i don't want to sound bougie or anything but you know when you got fine tequila that's i think the oh that's the best go. that's yeah. the best and unfortunately it's like the most expensive yeah but once you have a taste of the fine tequila yeah it's like you can't go back to that cheap tequila I'm, ever no you can't i don't i don't remember the last time i had an amf i don't remember the last time i had a, <laughs> anything like and when it comes to shots like oh patron i'm like no negative Ugh, was like, get away. And, and then you're right like bougie like people oh you want 42 oh you got money it's not like that it's just i know i'm gonna be fine tomorrow morning mm -hmm. like 42 the new 42 it's a real thing the mezcal is like the glass of souls and all that oh my god like, the mezcal I'm telling you. Sounds good. Sentico. I'll be right there. Why didn't we have that right Hey, we, I know, right? We got water. Let me find out. Wow. I'm officially <laughs> bringing a bottle every episode. No. <laughs> she said water. <laughs> Gross. I appreciate this. Hey, for real, for real. So, clothing brand. I know you got a clothing brand. Mm -hmm. um, what is it called? What does it stand for? Let the people know. Um, it's called Be Raw. BeRawClothing.com uh, is the website. Mm -hmm. I just like, you know, so many people have clothing brands but i remember when i wanted to start this i wanted there to be a meaning behind it yeah and my main thing is i think one of the reasons why um you know i have i have some people that rock with me really hard and i think it's because i've tried to stay authentic my entire career definitely and one thing that i see a lot you know especially with the younger generation you know, I got nieces, I got nephews that are in high school. Mm -hmm. It's the influence that social media has on you. True. You know what I mean? And it's like, damn, True. like sometimes, you know, I see my niece and I, I see her try to do all these things. And I'm like, mama, you're perfect how you are. Yeah. You know, I have to like, I have to tell her that because I don't know if anyone else is. And if she's seen all this stuff and she feels and thinks that she should be something else. Mm -hmm. So when I um, thought of the whole concept of Be Raw, it was just literally something to encourage especially the younger generation, just anyone in general, to be to be real, to be your raw self, to be you nice. how you are. Exactly. And we all, like, I struggle with this too. Like, there was a point where I was like, yeah, I want to get my teeth fixed. Like, I want to get veneers. I want to do this. I want to do that. Mm -hmm. And then I had to check myself like, okay, why am I feeling like this? You yeah. know? And I'm like going on Instagram and I'm seeing everyone's pearly whites and I'm like, yeah. I don't know if those are actually your teeth. Exactly. And then I started listening to Crooked Smile by J. Cole and I'm like, hey, oh man, like, J. Cole. I just got to check myself and be like, I'm fine. You know what I mean? This I is me. That. I don't want to change it. This is, if my teeth are all messed up, it's probably from experience. It's part of my life. It's yeah. part of who I am. So that's what I want Be Raw to like, just put out there. It's just be you. Be it's you. all right. And a lot of that has to do with mental health and just 100%. working internally and knowing what's making you happy and knowing what's not making you happy. And I discovered all that with therapy and mm. working on my mental health, which is not a very common thing with the Mexican culture. It's not something that we really talked about. Nah. You know, <laughs> I remember teaching my mom about that. Yeah. Like she was going through it and I was like, something's not right here. And it was like, I told her, Ma, have you thought about therapy? And mm -hmm. she was like, offended. She looked at me oh, like, shit. <laughs> decir con eso? you think I'm crazy? Blah, blah. And I was just like, no, ma, like, I'm going to therapy. Yeah. And we've been through a lot of stuff that's affecting us now. Like, 100%. You know, she's been through it worse. Like, oh, I don't even know. I, I just want to sit down with her and have her tell her whole story because it's just crazy. Yeah. But um, 
Yeah, part of the proceeds from my clothing line go to uh, mental health facilities. Sheesh. And I and one Love of the things that, that, that. I want to work on this year, it's, you know, therapy is not something easy that, to find. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to go through hoops to yeah. find a therapist and to even just, like, pay for a therapist. is so damn expensive. It so is. I want to kind of do something where it makes it more, you know, accessible to to. Anyone. Anyone, even if you don't yeah. have that much money, you should True. be able to get therapy. Exactly. And there's programs I know that like that aren't shine. They don't shine the light on those because they want people to pay. Exactly. And that's the sad part. It's awful. Um, me personally, I dated therapists. Oh, fucking crazy. Not her crazy. Not, you're not crazy. <laughs> but I dated one and 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 she told me the, the, what I loved the most about her. She was like, I'm not your therapist, so I'm not going to treat you like a, a patient. patient. But she was like, there's some shit. <laughs> that you need to fucking go. <laughs> you gotta work on. You honey. need to work on like. And then there's a whiteboard with all the shit that I need to work on. <laughs> all, sit down. You sit are down. my patient. <laughs> I know, right? But no, and and I was like your mom. I was like, no, nah, I'm not fucking crazy. Like, oh, I might be a little toxic. I'm a Scorpio, but like, I didn't want to go. Oh, Scorpios. And then, I'm telling you, my mom's was, a Scorpio too. By she knows what's up. Me and your mom, here, we're gonna take shots. So I'm gonna bring you a bottle of tequila. <laughs> no, and uh, and then I did go to one. I I did uh, didn't go to anything where she worked at because you know she was like, no, this is the guidelines. You can't go to any place. I work and so we found one and I went just to like clear everything and I was like it feels really good mm-hmm. it really does and you learn a lot about yourself um, and you, it kind of opens your eyes it's deeper than just talking to somebody that you know mm-hmm. because I don't care what anybody says if you're going through problems or anything like people that you love you're either going to get a person that's like gonna just oh yeah 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 like you're good you're perfect or you're gonna get a person that's like well you are fucking up in this this and this when you might not be Mm -hmm. so when you get a complete stranger you kind of tell them your life da 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 they'll give you a really good answer so i definitely hey salute to that i'm gonna be shouting you out on your clothing brand and i hope everything works and anything you need from me for that because that's huge like there's so many people that we i've had personally three or four friends take their life in the last two to three years Mm, sorry yeah because they're mental and i was like what what like i you would have never known mm-hmm. i really I mean that i was like yo you look hella happy in the club like you look you know what i mean you looked um you look like you were having a good time you post everything but we really don't know exactly you know what i mean i remember when i was going through it i was hiding it very well yeah. as well and it was when my career kind of took off and it was like going really well for me and then i just felt like to be this. the happiest yeah exactly yeah. like it just hit me yeah and i was sad i was so sad and i was trying to pinpoint exactly what it was I was like looking at my life and I'm like, all right, got my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. It was my boyfriend at the time. I got my friends. Like my family's here. Got my health. Yeah. Got a good job. I'm like, why am I so damn sad? And I just damn. could not. I even went to the doctor that I had like a thyroid disorder or something. <laughs> I was like, something's wrong with me. Something's like wrong with me. I have no out. motivation. I can't like think straight. And the doctor just looked at me and was like, hold on. And then he brought in a, a clinical therapist and yeah. she was like, went through everything with me and I left feeling better. And she's 100%. like, I want to see you again. So that's how that all started. It wasn't like anyone was like, you need to go to therapy. And yeah. this is back in 2016. So I feel like we weren't really talking about mental health back then. Nah, not at all. But yeah, it like I was pretending like everything was fine, you know, with my friends and family. And then when I hit them with the, yeah, I'm going to therapy. They're like, what? What? Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, but it I'm was, <laughs> I was glad to be able to introduce that to them. Yeah. You know, and be like, guys, it's great. It's great. Yeah. It's not a bad thing whatsoever. Exactly. And it, and a lot of people are shy. And that's one thing, like, I've learned to not be, you know what I mean? Like, don't feel like... The moment I got out of the, oh, shit, I care what people think about me, mm-hmm. I, I became that superstar in my eyes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's the greatest thing. And, and even my own family has, like, noticed that they're like, yo, you got away from a group of friends that you were trying to impress that didn't give two fucks about you. And now you're like... 
your friends are us. I mean, I'm saying I don't have other friends. I love mm -hmm. my friends to death and everything, but I don't know what they're plotting. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know yeah. if they really truly love me or if they really need just to get in the line for free. You know what I mean? The clubs and shit. So like your family obviously is going to fucking love you. So it's like to really like break that down to be like, yeah, OG mom, OG pups are my best friends. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. And for them to like see me happier and see everything, they're like, yo, like that's really good, you know, because we saw the sadness in you and you would fight it. And I was like, damn, y'all saw that? Like, Y'all didn't say anything? We didn't say anything a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah, nah, you gotta, they have to let you figure it out on your own. And yeah. that's I think that's one big thing that you overcome in your 20s is not giving a fuck what anybody thinks. 100%. And it's hard. It's hard at first. Very when you're hard. in it, it's hard. But yeah. once you actually get to the point where it's like, damn, I don't care. You really find true happiness. True story. I mean, I did like, I started, I had my, like I said, my hands in everything. And when I was doing content skits, which we're going to talk about right now, because you, you, Paco, <laughs> love Paco. Um, I, I remember putting on a wig and a dress and they were like, I never got so many DMs. Of, oh, he's gay. He's gay. He's gay. Shout out to the gay community. I got cousins that are gay. Um, you know, salute to you guys and everything. I'm not against you guys. I give, mm -hmm. to be honest, gay people are the funnest people to fucking party with. And like, I'm like, I know I'm not gay. I'm, I'm comfortable with my sexuality. Mm -hmm. But so many people were like, he's fucking gay. And I'm mm -hmm. just like, because I wore a wig and I made your girl laugh or what? You mad? Yeah. Like, don't, <laughs> make me, don't make me wear the wig to your, your girl's house. Like, yeah. I, was, <laughs> I was literally saying that shit. And then that's where it links into like my brand. Who hurt you? It's like, why are you fucking bothered about what yeah. I do? Yeah, yeah. and that's where that shit blew up but no that's really good and I always tell people all the time like yo you do not gotta act hard and it all goes back to social media I think mm -hmm. once you master social media where it's like don't like compare your life to other people's lives because you don't know what they've been blessed with there's some people that live in Beverly Hills and got the Lambos and everything that their parents gave that to them which it's nothing wrong with it but at the end of the day I know I'm grateful that my mom and dad didn't give me shit mm -hmm. they gave me a J30 Infinity which aka the roach you know what I mean <laughs> little ugly ass when I was young but I was blessed and I, and I went from there and I blew up as far as you know working my ass out mm -hmm. like, and I'm grateful for that lifestyle because I do, I'm probably a snobby ass kid that mom dad was, work for I need 5,000 I need another yeah. 10 you know what I mean so I'm yeah. so glad you said that because this is an unpopular opinion, yeah. but everyone's like, oh, like, have you started a college a college, college fund for your son? And I'm like, no, nah, like, I don't have that. four months. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm, I'm like, <laughs> well, here's the thing with me. It's like, I'm like, you know, I talk to this stuff with my, with my husband, and I'm like, yeah. uh, this sounds like, like I'm an asshole, but I don't want to start a college fund for our son. Like, I kind of want him to work for it. And mm -hmm. he's like, I kind of want him to work for it too. And I'm yeah. like, it's not that I want him to struggle or anything, but I also want him to know what struggle is. Exactly. And I don't, I'm like, I feel like a bad parent in a way, but I'm like, I didn't like, I worked hard for everything that I have and I appreciate it so much. And I don't think I would have that appreciation if I didn't work hard for it. And I, I want that. him to have that. Yeah. So I'm sorry, but no, <laughs> he's not getting that. And that's the thing though. Like, and that's the thing because like I said, I'm grateful and I'll never stop thanking my parents for that because I feel like, like I said, if I just got everything, I like, you know, fucking what did they call it a uh, spoon fed or whatever mm -hmm. it is like I, I don't think i would be who i am today and i don't think i would have the ambitious ambition to hustle to work yeah, to yeah, yeah. know like when the pandemic hit like the clubs were gone that was literally like 85 oh, yeah. percent of my income and i was like shit i only that's I'm, scary i was only selling two three shirts a day or like a week i was like i need to hustle and like it i made the most money during that pandemic and it's i super grateful and thankful for my parents also the people that bought and purchased during the pandemic mm -hmm. but it made me hustle it made me grind and uh oh yeah i'm grateful for that and i don't think that like i said there's nothing wrong with what you're gonna do with your son or any of your kids because it is true like 
why 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 save for him like yeah <laughs> what if he's a fuck up not nah, <laughs> nah, and he like, has all this money and i I'm know like, right wait what, what if he wins a scratcher and he's good like <laughs> you saved all that money you could have spent it no nah, but i really mean that like now that's really good that you're gonna make the muscle i think i'm gonna do the same thing when i have kids mm -hmm. i never thought about that mm -hmm. but i'm we ne i've never even talked about that situation or heard anybody talk about that situation usually people are like yeah yeah, yeah i'm gonna save but in reality, I don't even really think I've, like, yeah, I, I don't think I've even told or talked about this with like everyone, anyone else but yeah. my husband. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm just like, no, I respect that. We'll I see. think that's, I mean, like I said, you're going to take care of your son. And I'm sure you're going to be a good mother. He's going to be a good father and he's going to know what to do. Trust me. Like, yeah. he's, he's going we'll to guide him in do. the right direction. And hopefully. I think that's the biggest thing. So that's awesome. Back to the radio real quick. Who are some fate, like some famous people or just celebrities that you've personally met that you cherish? Like you've learned something from them. Mm, I would say that I've met, I've met Charlemagne the God. Nice. And I, I've really liked him from the beginning. Like I was kind of listening to their morning show when they first started. Yeah. And uh, just the way that he's unfiltered. Nice. I appreciate that. Like in a way where it's like, sometimes it's like a little much, mm -hmm. but he, that's who he is, you who know, he and is. he's unapologetically himself. And that's something that I, you know, I highly respect and I try to promote, Definitely. you know, within myself. So, um, yeah, I think he's, I think he's one of, as far as radio, like he, I really think he embodies radio very well. Definitely. Mm. What is something that he said, or like, whether he said it to you or he said on, on radio that you were like, whoa. Well, there, I mean, there's so many, so many things. Cause it's like, I can oh, imagine. But yeah. Like, I'm going to make you pick one. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's just the thing with some old school radio heads is that they try to make their life seem so perfect. Like they've got no dirt on them or whatever. Yeah. And he puts all his dirt out there. Like, 100%. you know, he straight up says like, yeah, I cheated on my girl years ago and I've <laughs> yeah. learned and I'm, you know, that's when I was a boy. Now I'm a man and this and that. I respect that. I think he was like one of the first radio hosts that I heard saying stuff like that, where it's like, Ooh, dang, he's straight up, you know, is yeah. owning it. And 100%. you have to, you have to, you have to, I, I grew so much more respect towards him when I heard him talk like that. Yeah. And that's something that I, I mean, I never heard him say that and I'm sure he said it, but I, I don't know where I learned that from, but mm -hmm. I learned that from somewhere. Cause I, I don't know, maybe it's just being told so many times when I do meet somebody new that it's Arizona small, mm -hmm. especially Phoenix. There's only so many clubs you can go to that you're going to see Luciano. So I've talked to, you know, many women in my life. I'm not going to lie. I was crazy from 21 to 28. You lived your life. <laughs> no, I lived it. You I, lived I, I did. And, and I find myself every time that I meet somebody that I'm interested in, Oh, you're Luciano. I heard about you. And I'm like, oh, uh, fuck, here we fucking go. I was like, what, what, what'd you hear? You know, and then it goes from there. And, and then I started to realize just like, why lie? Just own up to it. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, like you're going to be interested in me or not. Like, yeah, I was a whore. Like, yeah, I might have talked to your friend. Mm -hmm. I might have talked to that friend too. It's like, yo, I'm a new person now. I grew up. I matured. I realized, and, and I'm saying this as a, as a grown ass man, uh, having hoes, having multiple women, it doesn't do anything for you. Mm -hmm. Your mind's all over the place. I got to remember, did I text her good morning? Did oh, I tell God, her? That's would exhausting. you? Do? Horrible. <laughs> Funny story, I text, when I first got an iPhone, I text 20 girls, and I didn't know it was a, I thought you, you know Android, I don't know if you remember this, but yeah. it like separates the messages, yes. when you put it, well my dumbass put it in a group message, <laughs> good morning beautiful, I hope you have a wonderful day, I can't wait to see you tonight, 20 different girls. <gasps> Luciano. Put it on my mom and dad, I felt like, a, I left that group message, <laughs> I left like the moment I realized, they were like, who's this, who you talking to, Luciano, what, and I was like, 
fuck. That's when I knew the life wasn't for me. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> nah but you grow out of that and you, you realize, learn. yeah, you, you, you definitely learn and, and you go from there. And, and, and I respect anybody that, that literally says it. And I, I say that a lot. I talk about it a lot because that's one of the main questions I get asked every day when I meet a new person or when somebody follows me. Yeah. Oh, you're handsome. I'm like, oh, but I heard about you. I mean, you shouldn't be ashamed of it whatsoever because it's like every single, you know, relationship that you had has yeah. has molded you to be who you are today. 100%. And, and it's going to help you for your future relationship. All day. Like, I love it. This is, this is weird. But I love knowing everything about my husband's, like, past. Relationships, okay. details, and everything. I respect that. And everyone's like, don't you get jealous? Like, don't you hate hearing about him and some other girl? I'm like, nah, that was before me. Yeah. Like, it's fascinating I'm to me. here now, motherfucker. <laughs> I won. Yeah, I won. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, he'll be like, I'll be like, wait, that was like the 14th girl or the 15th girl. <laughs> and I, like, it's great. Like he got to live his life, enjoy, mess around. And I'm glad that he had that. Yeah. Like, I, I, it's like getting it out of the system. Exactly. Like, yeah. I'm just like. Because I got friends great. that nothing against them. They, they got married young. And I'm like, I pray that you guys last forever like my mom and dad did. Mm -hmm. But I'm like 22 years old married. <laughs> I'll see you at 32 when you're trying to hit me up to go to the clubs and Your shit. Your mind wanders, and I'm gonna man. Be, I'm telling you, I'm going to be long out of this shit. I'm going to be <laughs> hella retired. I might own the fucking club, but you could go. But I'm grateful that I got that out the way because I know I can't wait to Netflix and chill with the girl in my dreams. I can't mm -hmm. wait to travel. I can't wait to... Like, people ask me all the time, like, oh, you haven't traveled to this country? This I'm like, I kind of want to do that with the girl in my dreams. I don't want to... And there's nothing wrong with traveling. When people do your thing, like, I have, I've traveled with friends in Mexico and shit like that, but I'm talking about the bigger, like, yeah. Paris. I don't want to go to the Eiffel Tower with another fucking girl and then go with this girl, go that way. I'm like, yeah. I'd rather spend it with the love of my life, and, and that's just my thoughts on the situation. But... No, I'm, I'm very excited. Because I know whoever I do end up with, wherever she's at in this world, I hope she's not being a hoe. Um, <laughs> hey, let her hey. get out of her system, <laughs> man. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let her have her fun. I, I it know, was before you. I know, right? Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited. Because I know I always said this. Whoever I do have a kid with, uh, that's going to be the mother. And that's going to be forever the wife. That's that's just what I want. Mm -hmm. I don't want to fucking have a baby mama. And there's, and there's nothing wrong with it, you know? Because mm -hmm. I know a lot of people that had two to three baby mamas. Or and two it to works. Three, yeah. You know, it works for them and shit. But me personally, I want to try to be as authentic as fucking possible. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? So I'm excited for that. When did you get married? I got married last year. No, it's going to be two years. Two years. In July. Two years. So then, I would. Say that's your first kid, right? Yeah. It's so I would kid. say that's authentic as fuck because you got married. Yeah. Not a lot of people that get engaged, which is nothing wrong with that. People don't judge me. Don't get beat up. <laughs> fuck. Go it's talk, the talk traditional. Me. Very traditional, and that's what I want because I'm already yeah. there. I'm 30. Like, why am I gonna fuck up now? Like, it's another. That's another thing with our culture too. It's like I. At least my mom was like, "Mijita, make sure you get married first, and then you have yes. kids, and this and that." Yes. So it's that. It's those traditions that. I mean, at least for me, I'm a very traditional type of person. I so that. I wanted to keep that. I wanted to wear the white dress, you know, when I got yeah. married and everything. But there are some traditions that I'm like, not about. So I, yeah. I picked and, and, you know, I chose which ones. How I was getting married? It was awesome. The was moment you're like, I'm about to walk down the aisle. What was that feeling? Let's hear it. Oh, I was just so nervous. I don't know when that's going to be for me. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it was just like, girlfriend, do not trip yeah. on this huge dress and high heels. Um, yeah. No, I was. I was just like thanking God when I was walking down the aisle because I had my mom and my dad walking with me. Yeah. And that was uh, that was very special for me because my dad was, like I said, in and out of jail. Mm -hmm. And I remember the only time I ever went to go visit him in jail was right when I got engaged. Nice. And I didn't have really a relationship with him, but I remember talking to him and being like, like I know you and I, you know, don't really have like a past and stuff like we don't know each other very well but you're here and yeah. i want you to be in my wedding so please nice. 
behave. And I think that <laughs> was the first time he was like, like, you know, I never really had a serious conversation with him. Yeah. So since then, like, he hasn't been back in jail. And I nice. don't know if it was that conversation that I had with him. Yeah. But I'm so happy that we had it and that he was there for that day. That's awesome. Um, because even though he wasn't, you know, really in my life, I still wanted him to be there. Yeah, he's your, he's your father. Yeah. So it was a very special moment walking down the aisle with both of them. And then just being married to your best friend, it's like... Damn, we did it. Damn. You know what I mean? We said we we're going to do it. And Remember we, did we said it. that shit when we started dating in one month? Yeah. And now we're like, yo, we're married with a kid. What the heck? You know, we still feel like kids. We have that inner child in us. Yeah. And that's one of the reasons why, like, we bond so well is, like, I try to be, I'm like, I'm going to try to have fun. Like, I'm a Marvel freak. I like Star Wars. Like, we about it. Baby and I'm Yoda. a flaunted baby Yoda. Like, <laughs> you've seen me. I make stupid videos where I'm goofy and it's like. They're so not stupid. People- I love them. It's- <laughs> Look up Paco, yo, Baby Yoda. Was a Switch challenge? Yeah, that's the my shit. The way you're just chilling, like <laughs> <laughs> we just like it. to have fun, and that's what it is. Yeah. Like, listen, I'm gonna live my life having fun, and I don't care what anyone says. I'm gonna put it out there. And there's so many people that are like, grow up, but then there's also so many other people that are Fuck like, no. because of you, like, yeah, I dress up for Halloween. I dress up like, you know, Captain Marvel or Captain America. Yeah. That's a, you know, it's a girl hitting me up, and she's like, I dressed up as Captain America, and before I wouldn't do that, but because I see you dress up as Paco and Iron Man and yeah. this and that, like you in, you inspired me to just do it. Hell yeah! And I'm like, hey, that's what it's about. Hell yeah! I'm telling you, I'm telling you, like like four four or five Halloweens, my sisters <laughs> <laughs> dressed me up as a female, the infamous Lucy, and um, they wanted to make me a badder bitch every year. And I was the baddest bitch in the world. There the last go. year, I retired. I ain't gonna lie, she she retired. She's she's in Dubai, like you say. <laughs> and um, yeah, I'm telling you. And uh, people, of course, goes back to judging and everything. But I know it's like I said, yo, I can wear a fucking dress. I never really wore high heels because I tried. And I, was like, <laughs> I don't know how. You, salute it's to women. A skill. Salute to women. I mean, you guys do the most. I, I definitely appreciate you guys for that. Yeah, I still haven't mastered that one. Yeah. Oh, you haven't mastered. <laughs> I mean, I wear high heels, but I'll be that girl that does not care and will take off my high heels oh, in the parking lot and walk barefoot. Full city me. feet. Full yeah. city feet. Gas station feet. <laughs> I'll feel it. I'll feel it. But yeah, that, that's really, really good. Like I said, you're very inspirational to many people. That's why I have you on this episode. I'm telling you, like, Thank I'm not you. here to kiss ass. I'm just being an honest person. And uh, I definitely appreciate you for being you. And, um, yeah, I mean, I appreciate it. Like I said, we're going to wrap this up a little bit. But um, last thing, I really want some inspirational words to the youngins that are watching you. Because you do have a lot of young people that do watch you, even older people that watch you. Uh, what are some, some, what's a quote you can give us? <laughs> a quote? Damn, really? Damn, what's a quote? Inspirational, please. <laughs> Shoot, man, putting me on the spot. Yeah. There's so many. It's the Just best. kidding. I'm, I'm like trying to blink now. You were talking to the world. The world is watching the news and everybody. What is something to inspire people? You know what I mean? Yeah. I would just say, like, always remember that your days are numbered. So live mm. your life how you want to live it. That's it. I love that one. Can Mike, I drop this? Drop that shit. <laughs> Fuck it. We're done. Now, I definitely appreciate you. Thank you again for taking the time and being on my podcast. Uh, where can everybody follow you? At Radio Suzette. It's the same everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at nice. Radio Suzette. Um, the clothing line, brockclothing.com. And, yeah, there's more stuff coming with the clothing line. So Excited for that. Excited. Me and you are definitely going to do content. I really want to do. Paco has to come in and skate with me. I don't know. Lucy and Paco might make <laughs> a fucking skit together. I'm telling you. We have you. to. No, nah, it'd be dope. And then yeah. also, where can they um, listen to you at the radio, on the radio and all that? So um, you can always listen on the iHeartRadio app. So you can just literally listen on your radio. phone. Um, I'm on, 
you know, 1047 Kiss FM. That's where the morning show is on. Um, nice. John Jane Rich. And yeah, I mean, I, I guess I'll post all the stations that I'm on because I can't even. Yeah, yeah, no, we'll, we'll make sure to post everything. Just let us know all the info so everybody can listen to you and everything. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, that's that voice. Being on the radio, I don't want to say this, but being on the radio, a lot of, do a lot of people like recognize you? Like, oh, shit, you're the girl on the radio. Or is it kind of like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It depends where I'm at. There are some places where I'm like, yeah, I didn't get recognized. That was nice. Nice. But then sometimes it's like, damn, damn. I got no makeup on and everyone's coming up to me. <laughs> Can I get a picture? <laughs> like, I, I had my baby and the nurses like, came in super excited. Oh, and I shit. was like. You know, after you have a baby, it's like, you look... I can imagine. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but it was nice. It was sweet. They were really kind. Awesome. Well, once again, episode three out the way. Once again, appreciate you so much. Y'all better tune in. Remember that. <laughs> what? How do they say it? Swipe up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to click the... <laughs> I'm just glad. I'm just like, we out. Thank you, guys.